0: Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about celebrating the wins in your life. You know, too many times we focus on what's not going right in our lives. And when we focus on the bad stuff, And as I've said this many times before, we're in effect calling more of that in because we're co-creating with the universe. And when we put our energy into all the things that are going wrong, it's like we're telling the universe, this is what I want more of. When I know that's not what you're telling the universe, and it's a little counterintuitive to be quite honest, to think about the fact that when you're focusing on the negative, you're calling more of that in, but that really is what you're doing. And so what I want to talk to you today about doing is to focus on the wins in your life because when you focus on the wins, then you are um, you're creating a pattern of focusing on all of the good things in your life and that is causing you to get into a habit of really focusing on the stuff you want to see. Now, a lot of people might think that, you know, I seem to be naive and thinking that you should be celebrating every little thing in your life, but hear me out. I don't think it's naive at all. What I think it's doing is it's getting you into the habit, (coughs) excuse me, it's getting you into the habit of being in a constant state of gratitude for the things in your life because gratitude is such an extremely high level of energy. And when we're in that high vibrating energy, that's when we're matching the energy needed to see the things that we wish to manifest come true. And I know this because I told you that I've been manifesting a lot of things in my life. And it's taken me realizing that I need to let go of the fear, the worry, the doubt, that is it ever going to come in? I need to let go of all of that. and, And I need to focus on it's already mine. That I just need to let go of control, let go of the fear, because it's already mine. There's nothing else that I have to do other than not worry about it, put the intention out there, know it's on its way and just do my part in it. You know, so if you're hoping to manifest a business or something like that, you do have to do your part in creating that business. You know, you do have to move your feet, but there's a big part of it too that you're relying and trusting that the universe has your back. The thing is you can work really, really hard and not see any kind of movement forward. Or you can work and do your part and also work with the universe. Thank the universe for bringing you people who can come into your life to help you. For bringing you ideas for bringing you your soulmate clients. And then you can sit back and you don't have to work as hard. It's like I'm trying to figure out how to word this to you so that it makes sense you're working smarter not harder if that makes any sense but you can work 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 your fingers to the bone and I've done this when I first started my business I was working 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 and felt like I wasn't seeing many results and then I realized that I need to work smarter and not harder I needed to realize that although I need to do my part I need to trust a little bit more that the universe has my back and that the universe is bringing people to me and that I don't need to stress so much about why am I not seeing this, why am I not, you know, I was focusing on the lack. So now I focus on every little win in my business. So I get a new subscriber to my podcast, huge win for me. I love that. Someone leaves a comment, huge win. Someone contacts me, huge win. Get a new client, huge win. No, there's nothing that's too small for me to see in my business, that I don't consider it a huge win and take time to thank the universe for that, for whatever shows up. I realize that everything in my life is a blessing. Even things that maybe other people might see as negative, I still see as a blessing because it's teaching me something. And it's when we learn how to shift our perspective and realize that This is all how it's supposed to happen. This is part of the plan. Things become a lot easier. And I'll explain a little bit more in detail what I mean. So somebody might take getting broken up with as a rejection and that it's not a good thing. I look at it as it's the universe taking someone out of my life who shouldn't be there. It's the universe stopping me from wasting a lot of time with someone who isn't good for me, who doesn't deserve me. Now, that doesn't mean the person's a bad person. It just means I don't deserve to be treated the way that I was. And it's the universe kind of getting my attention and saying, Look, we knew that you would stay here because you're a kind person and you would have put up with a lot. You're pretty patient. We're taking this person out of your life because we know you deserve better and we'd also like you to work on a few things so that you get someone who's better. And sometimes it's we're taking this person out of your life temporarily so this person can make themselves better and so that you can make yourself better and then it's going to work out. You know, it's whatever. Or um in the case of, you know, when I go on first and second dates with people, it's like I'm able to see much more much quicker. <laughs> that it's not going to work out for me. And before, I would have just kept dating the person, just to feel like, well, maybe. You know, not that I felt like I always had to be with someone and that I couldn't be alone. It wasn't that. It was just I always wanted to give people a chance. But I spent way too much time and gave way too many chances to people because I, being the people-pleasing type, wanted to, I did not want to hurt anyone's feelings. And now I know that that's ridiculous, and I don't need to do that. So that's a win for me, too, is in knowing that, hey, this person's not the right person, and I can just be honest and say no. And that's still a thing for me, a struggle, something I still work on. But I count my wins when I'm learning my lessons. And some people might say, well, you know, that's difficult, and that's hard, and I don't want to have to do that, and... You know, again, when you are learning your lessons, even with things that may seem difficult, it's a win. It's a win when we start learning things faster. Like when you get an unexpected bill and you start to react and you stop yourself and you change your thought, that's a win. It's a huge win. So we have to really start celebrating those wins in our life. And you need to feel so happy when you realize that you're starting to change your thoughts because it's a huge deal it's a big deal that is when you're going to start seeing everything change when you start shifting your thoughts and so celebrating those wins is a really really big deal because it's going to keep you on the right track and it's going to it's going to start changing it permanently you know you're going to start realizing oh this is what i needed to change this is how my thoughts needed to change and when you start celebrating that win you're going to keep doing the thing to get the win because you're going to be so happy and thrilled that and proud of yourself and you should be proud of yourself i say anyone who goes through this process of changing their mindset this is not an easy thing to do it's not easy at all it's like you're unlearning everything that you've learned and you know look at how old you are for me 42 years of learning the wrong thing and I have to unlearn it and start changing it and the fact that in one year so much of my thinking has changed that's a huge win and it's a big deal and you need to start celebrating that and you know what when it's a big thing I would start rewarding myself. I really would. Because it's like positive reinforcement, right? And that's gonna totally shift your behavior. If you, let's say, something that would've triggered you before, okay? Something that would've triggered you before. For me, a big trigger was my ex-husband trying to do something with the kids to make my life more difficult that would have been a huge trigger because he used to do that just to like get under my skin he knew that he could use them to get back at me for things and to control me and so he used to do that a lot like he would if he knew he had a family party and I would say could I you know I know it's on your weekend but could I get them for a little bit make it so difficult and like even to the point of The whole time, me thinking that he's not going to let them go, and then he just shows up with them like he's some sort of big hero for letting them go at the last minute, that kind of thing. But I know that he took pleasure in taunting me with, no, they can't go, you know? It was a game for him. It was a fun game. So for me, I would get to the point then that I would just ask, you know, can they go and he'd say no. I'd say okay, that's fine, no big deal. And if they ended up getting to go, they did. If they didn't, they didn't. Um, but I had to, I had to disengage, and I had to not play into that emotional game, that emotional roller coaster, of being manipulated, being allowed to be controlled. I had to quit doing that because it was number one, it. My emotions were all over the place. It just drained me of my energy. When we talk about those energy vampires, definitely he was one. That drained me of my energy to like be all over, be crying and upset, and you know I was all in my emotions and all in my feels. And anyone who's out there who's dealing with someone who's manipulative and who does things like that, who plays those games with you, they do it on purpose. They're getting total pleasure out of that because it's all about how they can control you and manipulate you. And you have to disengage from that. You have to be, um, there's the simple way to put this to you. And they do it because they can get a rise out of you and it's fun. And when you stop playing the game, it becomes no fun. So you might have to take a couple of losses at first with this person. But when you do that, and you stand your ground, and you decide that you're not gonna let that person manipulate you anymore, it is such a freeing thing and they stop doing it because they realize it doesn't work on you anymore, okay? They're not gonna keep trying it if they realize that, oh, she's figured it out, she's not gonna play into this anymore. And it's hard to do at first, it's really hard to do at first, but I promise you that this is what happens. And I talk about this more in detail in my book, because I suffered through a lot of years of dealing with this. I mean, I would go to work like crying my eyes out in the morning, and I'd have to go to my coworker who would calm me down and just, you know, let me vent. And then I would have to release everything so that I could be a good teacher, because I couldn't be a good teacher and be upset. And but he would like call me and like, fight with me all the way to work and make me have me in tears at work. And I had to get to the point where i was like okay i don't take calls from him before work you know i couldn't do that anymore and then it, and it's it's taken years it's been a lot of years of me experiencing this this didn't happen overnight for me to get the aha moments and this is why i'm writing the book because i want to be able to share with people how i dealt with it so that you don't have to suffer through years of dealing with someone like this so that you have the tips that you can start this immediately and see results, because it sucks, it absolutely sucks to deal with a person like this, and the thing that sucks the most is that the kids are the ones who get played, and it's not their fault, and they just end up in the middle, and even if one parent is trying not to have that happen, if there's another manipulative parent, it's going to happen anyway, because you're just, it just does, and when you're not dealing with someone who's adult enough to understand what they're doing, it's tough. But what you have to do is you have to disengage from that person, from that game they're playing. And like I said, the first few times I did it, I, I had to just understand that my kids probably weren't going to be able to go to a family party. Now, mind you, yes, it was his weekend, but if he called me or his mom called me and said, you know, we have a party and it's my time with them, I would let them go because it wasn't about me. It was about the kids getting to see their family or do what they want. Okay, but if it were reversed, no, 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 no. I would not let that happen. So I uh, just had to know that if I, I I might ask, and sometimes I just wouldn't even ask them, like I don't want to deal with him, and, you know, then my family would be upset, but, you know, they would have to, they'd have to get over it because I wasn't going to go through the misery of having to put myself through that. Like, I just, it wasn't worth it to me. So... If I did ask and he said, no, or we'll see, you know, I'd just say, fine, and let it go. And if he said no, then I would just realize that's fine. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go through the whole begging and what are we going to do to get them? It does, you know, unfortunately my kids had to miss out on some things and that's just the part of, you know, unfortunately couldn't be helped. That's part of life. But it did stop it, and in the future, you know, if the kids would say, we want to go, then, you know, he would let them. So it's it's really, that was a huge win for me, and I had to celebrate that. And so any of you who are dealing with someone who might be manipulative, and I realized that this Kind of took a certain turn here in this podcast, but I felt like somebody needed to hear that. If you're dealing with someone who is manipulative like that and is like trying to play a control game, especially when it comes to kids, know that you can stop it. The only reason they're doing it is because they can and because it's fun. And if you stop reacting and, and you stop allowing them to control your emotions and how you feel about things, they'll stop. They really will. I mean, I was always like, oh, there's no way my ex will stop doing that. He's just having too much fun. And he did. And same thing in a similar situation. He called me on my cell phone like all hours of the night. He would call me at three o'clock in the morning and I had to work and I had to get up at five and he would call and just be like, I wanna kill myself or just stupid things. I mean, not that killing yourself is stupid, but he wasn't really gonna do it. I mean, it was just manipulating me, right? Um, just things like that, and so my family would say, "Turn off your phone," like just turn off your phone, which seemed like an easy solution. But the problem was, like sometimes my kids were spending the night other places, and we didn't have a house phone, and uh, my phone also was my alarm. And I was like, you know, I can't just turn off my phone because what if there's an emergency and someone needs to get a hold of me because my kids are not here, and um, also. I shouldn't have to not have my phone on because of him so I didn't know if there was anything that I could do but my friend said let's just go to the police station and just see you know so we went and and told them kind of what was going on and they said oh yeah that's harassment and it's against the law so they issued a citation and it was a basically a cease and desist letter that said if he did it again he was going to get a fine and we sent it. I never heard anything about it. He never, ever said he got it, but he never, ever did that again. So I'm pretty sure he did. So what I'm telling you is a lot of people will think that you're not going to stand up for yourself. I'm telling you, you need to. Set those healthy boundaries. And that's a win, too, when you tell someone no and you stand up for yourself. Celebrate that. You know, When, when you don't want to do something and someone asks you to and you say no, Instead of feeling guilty, what I want you to do is to immediately start celebrating that win. Because for people who are people pleasers, they're always worried. If I say no, I'm going to feel bad or I'm going to hurt this person. I'm going to let them down. And that's why I always like I don't ever want to tell people no either. But when you tell other people no or tell other people yes, you're telling yourself no and you're robbing yourself of being able to spend time with yourself and doing what you want to do and not being at the beck and call of everyone else. So that's another place where if you are sticking up for yourself, standing your ground, setting a healthy boundary and telling people no, celebrate that. Celebrate all of the wins in your life and every little thing. Like for me, I celebrate all the milestones there like if i have to confront somebody and i was worried about it and then i do it and it went much better than i thought i celebrate that because i one had the courage to do it and two that it went well you know that it was successful all of the wins in your life are so super important. And again, the biggest thing is celebrating every time you don't go down that negative downward spiral when something unexpected happens. It's great. It's like um, one of my uh, listeners who, and hopefully she doesn't mind that I mention this, but Shauna, I uh, saw on Facebook, she said that her dog had like nibbled on her mask, her sleep apnea mask. and. Uh, that would be cause you to be very upset because those things are not cheap, you know, and when I know my dog destroyed two phone chargers, not one, but two, and then also um, chewed up something. I mean, you know, it's upsetting when those things happen. Your first initial reaction is like, oh, and you you just want to go into that screaming and getting mad and getting upset and getting into the emotions. But she took a moment and she just put out there on Facebook that this had happened and then someone stepped up and said, hey, I have one you can have, I think, or something like that. Um, So that's a huge win. That is a huge win because you didn't react, which I'm so proud of you for that, by the way. She didn't have the reaction she normally would have. And I love it. Her post was like, my angel stepped in. And they did. You were rewarded for not having the reaction. And that's what people don't understand and what I'm trying to tell you. When you don't have the reaction that you normally would, it's like the universe steps in and is like, we're rewarding you for that. They recognize that. And you need to celebrate that win too. You know, that, that happens with me all the time. Like when I had the car accident, the little fender bender, and I was so, I would, the first initial reaction was like, oh my gosh. Can I just rewind time five seconds, you know? But I didn't make it a big deal, and I just said, okay, this is going to be all right. And it was. Not only did I realize that I had an insurance company that had accident forgiveness, so it didn't make my, my um, <coughs> rates go up, but also the person who fixed my car did not charge me my deductible. I mean, it's just all of these things. It's The universe steps up and hands you gifts, and rewards you for your your successes, your wins, you're changing your thoughts, I mean, people don't realize this, they don't understand this, and you know how many readings, like, I go to people too, and get readings just because I like the guidance or whatever, and I was told in my last one that, You're being rewarded for the work you're doing because the universe is seeing that, you know, you've changed your thoughts. So they're rewarding you by giving you, you know, X, Y, Z. And you know what? It's, I know that. I felt that. She didn't even have to tell me that. And I feel that way for all of you, too, that when you start changing your behavior, you start celebrating your wins and having more to have, you know, having more wins. Because, I feel like when we celebrate ourselves that oh hey I recognize that I did this thing and it's great I didn't get emotional I didn't do this we want to feel good about ourselves so we keep doing more of that and I feel like the more you do that the more you celebrate your wins the more you realize how far you come that's another thing too someone else who was on Facebook she had a post that was from um, like a year ago and looking back at her post, she said, well, I'm not exactly where I want to be, but look how far I've come. And I love that. I absolutely love that because that's what I'm talking about. When I'm saying celebrate your wins, we know that we need to keep improving and that we're not exactly where we want to be, but we're so far from where we were. And that's the thing. That is, that is huge. That is a huge, huge victory and win to realize how far you've come, to be able to see it. And I see it so much. When I look at who I was a year ago, I was such a negative person. I mean, not, I say that, I don't mean like I was a Debbie Downer, I don't mean anything like that, but I just mean when things would happen to me that I wasn't expecting, I always had a negative reaction. And now... I just know that not many things in life are that important that it's worth robbing you of your personal peace, that the universe says, this is no big deal. We've got your back. Yeah, this happened, but you'll be fine. It's fine. We're taking care of you. And when you learn to really trust that and have faith and rely on that, it's amazing the things that show up. It is crazy what shows up because like when an unexpected bill comes up, like when, you know, the school district said, well, you have to pay us $500 for breaking your contract. At first I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like I could feel that pit in my stomach. Like, well, you know, cause it's hard to transition anyway from jobs because you worry about, you know, when one paycheck ends and the other begins. But I thought, nope, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. I know the universe is taking care of me. It's fine. I've got this. No big deal. And it's not a big deal. And then, like I said, they said, well, we can split that up. So it's just not so noticeable out of one page. I'm like, yeah, that would be very helpful. Thank you. And I feel like that is a huge win because I, sorry guys. Oh, Nala always wants to say hi. Um, that is a huge win because I would have before been so upset and it, it didn't bother me. I didn't let it bother me. It's, it could have, it's, it started, I could feel it starting, you know, that, like I say, for me, it's that pit in the stomach. And I thought, Nope, not giving any energy to that. It's fine. It's all going to work out fine. And I do truly believe it. will. I'm a big believer in that. And it's, made my life so much easier and I've been so much more at peace and that's what it's all about guys it's the universe wants you to be happy and we're the ones who make ourselves not happy because yes we can't always control what happens to us what comes to us but we can control how we react to it and when you learn how to start changing that everything changes It's so worth it. And guys, I'm so excited because today marks the the start of our five-day free training with Heather, Doran, and I. It's not too late, you can still sign up. Please sign up because I'm telling you, we're gonna be talking about changing your mindset, talking about your money stories and how to shift your money stories and how to your energy and hold space for yourself so that you feel good all the time and to me that's what it's all about it's about living a life you love it's about living a life you love it's not called manifesting your best life for no reason we want to show you how to create a reality for yourself that you absolutely freaking love And it is possible. It is so possible. It's possible to, instead of waking up in the morning going, oh, another day, to wake up and go, another day, I can't wait to see what today holds. Absolutely, it's possible. It's possible to be excited about life again. And we wanna show you how. So sign up, I'm going to put the link to the sign up page the description of this podcast and when you sign up if you uh if you refer people if you share the link and they sign up and they put that you were the one who referred them you're going to get points when you participate in the group you're going to get points because we're going to have an assignment for each day but it's a very quick Quick thing that you do. We're going to go live on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and be doing things with you. And if you can't make it to the live, it's okay. You can still get points. You just watch the replay and let us know you were there for the replay. And at the end of the week, the person with the most points, so who's participated the most and referred the most people, they're going to win a free private coaching session with Heather and I, which is amazing because she's a financial expert and not just a regular financial expert. She's a financial expert with a twist. She focuses also on the spirituality part. And I am going to help you work on self-love, setting healthy boundaries. We're going to work on all of that. And then we're both going to be working on teaching you how to manifest. And then the next top five people with the most most points are going to win a free group coaching session with Heather and I. I mean, you cannot, it's priceless. Okay. $200 value right there. Priceless. She's amazing. I love working with her. She has amazing energy. She is going to tell you like it is, but she does it in a way that you're like, oh, I love you for sharing that with me. You know, She doesn't make you feel bad about it. She has a way of pointing out that this is your truth, but In a way that makes you feel good about it, I don't have any other way to say it. And that's, I think, what drew her to me, because that's how I teach, too. I will tell you what you're doing wrong, but I'll do it in a way that you're like, oh, thank you. Like, my students would say, thank you for pointing that out, which I think is hilarious. I've had students say that, like, oh, thank you for showing me how I was wrong. I love that. And to me, that just says, you know, at least when I think about Heather, it, it speaks to her kindness and her heart and that to me is what always makes a good teacher so sign up it's going to be fun it's going to be so much fun and it is not too late to sign up and also if you want anything from me a coaching session a reiki session or past life regression or even a card reading Go to my website. All of my information is there. What I offer, the pricing. If you want to order, if you want to book a session with me, uh, but you don't feel comfortable doing it online, I understand that. A lot of people say, I don't like technology. It's fine. If you want to book a session with me, you can just contact me. You can book it directly through me. I can even send you an invoice through PayPal if you don't want to pay online. I understand that totally. So just contact me. Or if you want a session, but you're not really sure what you want, contact me. I always tell people, just contact me. Um, Contact me for any reason. People do it all the time, even just to drop a line and say, hey, and this is what's going on in my life. I love it. I love hearing from you. You are not bothering me ever. Contact me. You can email me. You can text me. You can call me. You can send me a message on my uh, Facebook page or through Instagram. So many ways to get a hold of me. Do not hesitate to contact me. I love you all. I'm so thankful for you all. If you would do me a favor, if you like this podcast, subscribe. That helps more people find me. You can also leave me a review from wherever you're listening, whether it is Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify. Leaving me stars or a review helps other people to find me. I want to thank you so, so much for always being with me and for being a part of my soul tribe. Don't forget, join me live on Facebook at 7 central for a free card reading. This will probably be my last week because I am taking students to Europe in July and my dad is coming into town and I want to make sure that I have plenty of time to spend with him, time to get ready for my trip, and of course, I won't have lives during my trip, but I will let you know whenever I'm going to start doing the lives again, and I want to thank you, thank you so much. Uh, Before I go, I wanted to pull a card for you, and the card that I pulled for you is from the Healing with the Angels deck by Doreen Virtue, and it is signs, and I want to read the extended message because this is a deck that's newer to me. So signs, it says, pay careful attention to the messages the angels give you now. You have asked for a sign and they deliver it. Notice and trust their signs. You've asked for heaven to help you. Now it's up to you to pay attention to the evidence of their help. This card signifies that your angels are trying to get your attention with signs. They might ask a butterfly or bird to fly near you, or they might compel you to hear a song several times. They may put an object in your path so that you have to notice it, Drawing this card is also a sign from your angels. They are trying to get through, so please notice. You can ask your angels to give you a sign whenever you have a question or a decision to make. Usually, it's not a good idea to specify what type of sign you'd like. Leave that up to the angels. They are very good at making their presence known. I love that. So be on the lookout for your signs this week, guys. As always, I am sending you massive love and light. I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care, and I will see you in the group if you have signed up. Bye-bye.